What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to the Healthy Charleston podcast. On today's episode, I got to meet with Justine DeCastro, a primary care physician who just recently made the switch from the classic insurance-based healthcare model to direct primary care. So she explains to us what DPC is all about, why she made the switch, why she believes in it. With better outcomes, more affordability, and transparency, it seems like this model is a game changer. We also got to talk to one of her patients, so he's experienced both sides of the spectrum, and so he offered a cool perspective. He got to explain, you know, from the patient's perspective, what are the biggest differences and the biggest benefits. So check it out. As always, thank you for listening. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today, we have a special episode because I have Dr. Justine with me, who is with works with direct primary care at Palmetto Proactive Charleston. And then she also has one of her patients here, Michael, who is here to answer a lot of questions and he can share some firsthand experience with us. So welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being on. So Dr. Justine, do you mind explaining to our listeners what direct primary care is? So basically it is a new concept to Charleston, not so much the nation, but it's a model of healthcare where you have a relationship with your physician and that's it. There's no other third party that gets involved. There's no one dictating your care. There's no forms that I have to fill out in order for you to get the care that I think you need. Um, And I think it benefits both patients and physicians. It's a win-win situation. Uh, Physicians were getting burned out from the current healthcare system. Uh, I was employed for four years uh, before I went into direct primary care, and I have four kids, ages five, seven, nine, eleven. Ooh. I was getting <laughs> home later and later every night, um, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and it was because I was filling out forms. Um, I was doing prior authorizations, trying to talk to my peers about uh, getting things covered. And it, it just weighs a lot on, on primary care because we are, you know, you're pretty much your home base, basically. Um, we're the first line of defense. We help you through this healthcare system that is so confusing. I, if I wasn't a physician, I wouldn't know where to start. 
And so we, we kind of hold your hand through this. Um, with me in particular, I, I grew up here, I trained here, and so a lot of the physicians that I use and specialists, I've known for a decade. A lot of them see my parents. And so I can pick up my cell phone and talk to them or text them about your care. And in my prior model, where I was practicing, I tried to make that work, but at the same time, patient care got affected. Patients were waiting like an hour to see me because my appointments were like 10 or 15 minutes. And now it's like night and day. I'm able to practice the way that I want to, in the environment that I want to, and in a healthcare system that supports me. Do you feel like... So there's a shortage of primary care physicians. And do you feel like that's why? Because most people go into this kind of like burnout mode and they don't know that there's another option? Because everyone's everyone specializes now, right? They tell you right specialize. Yeah, I think so. I mean, a lot of uh, residents specialize because they've got, you know, over half a million dollars in med school debt. I was fortunate enough with the Air Force that they covered most of my medical um, tuition, med school tuition. So I was able to do what I wanted. And I grew up watching my uncle in southern Georgia, who was pretty much your old school primary care doctor, and he did everything from deliver babies um, to see <laughs> patients in the hospital in Lakeland, Georgia, and um, he really kind of never stopped working. He's in his 80s, and he told me he never worked a day in his life because he loved what he was doing. And I grew up watching him. And that's what I wanted to be. Um, He was always uh, self-employed, though. He always owned his own practice. He never started an electronic medical record. Um, He knew his patients uh, very well. They knew him. He knew the entire city. And he was, he's still happy to this day. And so, um, basically, that's the kind of role model I had growing up, and that's what I thought I was getting into. Things are different here, obviously, in Charleston. And so when I graduated, there weren't too many options at all. It was either you're going to work for a big hospital system and you're going to be employed, or you're going to work for a huge independent practice group um, and, and kind of still feel like you're employed and not have much autonomy. So, how did you make the switch? How did you know that there was another option? Like my patients, uh, they do Dr. Google. Well, I did the same thing. <laughs> I doctored, um, Googled uh, primary care, physician in practice. I didn't know what DPC was, to be honest with you. And, and I grew up here and trained here. I trained at MUSC. My husband's a program director for family medicine at NUSC, and I didn't know what direct primary care was. I just graduated in 2013. And so I came across uh, a website, Palmetto Promise, and they had a video of two physicians who started direct primary care 10 years ago when there were only maybe a handful of physicians who were practicing with this model. And one of them 
um, happen to be Asian, and I'm Asian, and so everyone in Charleston who's Asian knows each other. Knows each other. And I looked at him, and I said, he must not be from here because I don't know him. <laughs> so I sent an email, and um, when I met with him, he said it was like this long. And I was surprised that he called me back, but he could tell that I was not happy with the current healthcare system that I was in and that I really wanted to take good care of my patients and I still wanted to practice medicine. So he was kind of like my olive branch. He was like my last ditch effort uh, before you know I decided what I wanted to do. So it was more of like, I'm sick of this and you had to find another solution and unfortunately you found someone I that was doing it. I did and um, come to find out I had no idea. I mean, he started 10 years ago, and now there's, what, 2,500 direct primary care doctors in the nation, um, several others here in Charleston, and um, we're growing because we're seeing that the current uh, model of healthcare does not work with us. If we really want to practice the way we want to and the way we're trained, we can't see patients every 10 to 15 minutes and feel that we're taking good care of them, we just can't. And so we'd rather just not practice at all. Yeah, I would say um, a lot, I mean, I I hope that that's the direction that we're going. Um, I think a lot of people feel like we're kind of stuck in this rut of the current healthcare system, but then I meet people like you, and then there's PT places like this, and it's like, oh, like there are a lot more of us, and so that's really good to to see and to be able to, to hear about Day to day, what do you feel like is the biggest difference that you see in what you were doing before and what you do now? Autonomy. Everything from me stating what I want on my website, what my bio is that previously was created for me, and um, now I have insight into that. I have the ability to choose who I work with, which is important, and um, I'm able to make my own decisions, and, and that means a lot. And so instead of justifying to insurance or someone else, you actually get to practice the way that you want to and, and treat the way that you want to. I do, and you know, we still, I don't want people to think that, you know, that they're just have to get rid of their insurance. No, that's not the case. Um, We want you to have insurance, but more so for big ticket items like hospitalizations, catastrophic coverage. It's almost like car insurance. Um, You know, you have it there for... uh, Just in case. Right, just in case. But for primary care, you don't need to use your hard-earned money for us. Um, Preventive care... Especially, especially now during COVID, when a lot of patients are, you know, fearful of coming out to their physicians, we still need to do screenings. You know, we still have to watch out for the number one cause of death, which is cardiac disease, and um, those things, you know, they can't they can't fall to the wayside right now. Do you see a difference in the number of patients that you saw before versus now? Is there a big difference there? Yes. So my panel was about 3,500 when I was employed. What does that panel, what does that exactly mean? So um, a patient is considered a part of my 
panel if they've seen me once within the past year. Okay. And so that number is going to be a max, max of probably about a thousand right now. So a third of that. Yeah. And I think that's a good number for me still feel like I'm taking good care of them and that I'm not, you know, missing anything like I felt before. I just felt uneasy before I walk out the door and shake my head and just not feel right. So. And it's, it's every day of that. Right, right. And over now time it just it's just like a nine-day difference. My patients feel the same way. People, uh, patients that have followed me, there's, there's no question. Yeah, so speaking of, patients that have followed her throughout this process, Michael, let's hear from you a little bit. So what was it like seeing the the difference like what was that that process like for you well one of the things you're going to see at palmetto proactive dr justine de castro she's going to be able to spend more time with her patients now over the last 20 years we've watched medical costs grow exponentially this is due to out-of-pocket costs it's also due to insurance premiums it's also due to misdiagnosis and the overcharges from that there's no accountabilities and no transparency so if we can spend more time with the physician, with the patient, we can properly diagnose what's wrong with that patient and not cause these overcharges that have grown just tremendously out of control. And one of the good things about Dr. Justine's practice here is she only charges $70 a month. And for most people, that's a lot less than their insurance premiums. Uh, you're going to get uh, a lot better health care. You're going to get lab results. If you need her to come to your home, she still does uh, home appointments, uh, which was unheard of to me. Yeah. But what I like is uh, being able to go in and not sit two hours in a doctor's office waiting to see the doctor. Uh, normally when I go in, I'm sitting there less than five minutes. Uh, she comes in. If she needs to spend five minutes, she'll spend five minutes with the patient. If she needs to spend more, she'll spend more time accordingly. That way she can get a more hands-on what's actually going on with her patient, get to know the patient, get a better rapport with them, find out the underlying causes. Then she can direct that patient in the proper direction so that she's not only healing the patient, but the patient learns to heal themselves. Yes, become that, independent. Exactly. You know, sometimes you just need a good coach on the sidelines to point you in the right direction. So he's a good uh, one. Where'd no. you find it? Are we sure he's a patient or he's well, a plan? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Found him hey, this is your script. This there you go. Gonna but the thing of it is, if you look at my patient profile and you see all the things that's wrong with me, Ooh. I mean, uh, we could talk about uh, high cholesterol, obesity. Physicians would accept you, Exactly. We got a big list. If she's done a lot with that, well, you if know, you could but, only spend five minutes with someone, yeah, it would be pretty daunting. That's the problem. Well, you go in, and if you do have a lot of conditions that you're suffering from, if the doctor's only got five minutes there, a lot of these conditions cannot be addressed. Uh, they're going to be kicked to the wayside, and then you're going to wait till next month or whenever you can afford to come back in to see the doctor. Before I saw Dr. Justine, I was paying $135 a visit. Uh, that, to me, was extremely much. So right now, under her Palmetto Proactive, um, you pay a $70 a month 
fee. And if I need to come in and see her in two weeks, I see her again. There's no extra charge for that. Uh, it's according to what she sees as necessary. If she needs to pull the um, lab results and have blood work done, she's going to do it. It's not, okay, we need to go ahead and charge extra for this yeah. amount, extra for that amount. There's a lot more transparency and accessibility for the patients to see what's actually going on with their health care. Exactly, which is what matters. Like, it's yeah. your health. Well, a lot of times patients would go and see physicians, and it seems like the physician is just talking at the patient, not with the patient. And that's something that I cannot tolerate. Um, if I have a physician, I need to be able to converse with that physician, tell them, these are my problems. What do you recommend? That's what you went to school for. Uh, rather than having some physician's group tell her, okay, you've got five to eight minutes with this patient, get out of the room, go to the next patient, and get on down the line. Uh, get them in, get them out. I don't like that. I like the reestablishment of the patient-doctor relationship so you can have the one-on-one -on -one contact that you actually need so that you have a better quality of life. You get to live your life more fulfilled and a, a, actually a better um, concept of what you can achieve. Um, where a lot of people anymore, they wait till the end result. Uh, they're up in their later years and they're suffering from these chronic conditions that drain their bank accounts, they drain everything, they're left with thousands upon thousands of dollars of medical bills. Well, a lot of these conditions can be prevented by doing a proactive approach so that you approach the medicine 40 years before the conditions were to occur. If you do this, you're going to live a lot better life. You're going to be a lot healthier. You're not going to spend the last 20 years of your life sitting there waiting to die. And that's what a lot of people do now. I hate to say it, but they just give up. They have no hope. And with Dr. Justine's proactive care here, um, she has put the medical uh, association back in touch with the patients. A lot of people that can't afford um, high-dollar insurance premiums and all, they can go to her and they can feel the sense of assurance that they are receiving good quality medical care. Um, if it takes 30 minutes for them to discuss their problems, they can do that because she's calling her own shots now. And that's something I re very much respect and commend her on. She's done an excellent, excellent job. Uh, well, you're welcome. But uh, I'll only tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, what you said about the, the relationship and the coach is the biggest thing. Like yeah. when you only have five minutes... It's not a relationship. It's someone telling you what to do. It's normally them writing a script and here, here you yeah. go. It's not a discussion about what's going to create behavior change or lifestyle change. And no. It's all about the alliance. Well, it's processing numbers. Uh, you become nothing more than a number. And um, again, a lot of times this leads to misdiagnosis, which leads to the just un unsightly amount of money that's being spent on misdiagnosis and people not being properly cared for. Whereas if they got to spend the extra 10 minutes, the doctor can learn things that would normally be passed over. Yeah. I so. mean, people always hear, you know, cash-based or direct pay, and they're like, oh, I bet that's going to be expensive. But it's not. It's just that we actually tell you what it's going mm -hmm. to be instead of you ending up with a bill. Right. You spent two minutes with the doctor, and now you have to get labs right. and prescriptions, and you have to pay a fortune. For what? Yeah. And the other thing is when you go back to see a another physician that's not in this particular profile or however you want to phrase it, you're going to pay for each one of those visits. Um, like I said, I was paying out of pocket 135 
for a visit. Now, if I had to come back three weeks, I was repeating that. Whereas with her um, module, you're paying a one-time monthly fee, and you have the assurance that if you call her up, she will see you probably, I would say, within 24 hours. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a two <laughs> or three week. Primary week. care works anymore. Exactly, she's available, and that to a lot of people means a lot, especially if you're suffering from chronic diseases. Um, you don't want to be laying there suffering, thinking, "Well, it's going to be another week and a half before I can see my physician." And that's you know? why people go to the ER. Exactly. And that's why people go to all these urgent cares. I mean, I stopped going to primary care because I could never get an appointment. Exactly. Or it was going to be crazy expensive because they were out of network, of course, the ones I wanted to go to. And you can just get an app on your phone that sends you the, the medications that you need. I was like, okay, I'll just do that. And knowing that this that there is this option, like if I barely knew it and I'm in this world, like I right. bet so many people, like that's going to be a, such yeah. a great tool for them. So it's... A $70 monthly fee, and it's unlimited, it's, right? It's really like whatever she sees fit. Yeah. Right, as far as visits. And then we have, you know, different programs, especially for small business owners. Oh, that's good. You know, who really want to provide, you know, good health coverage as an incentive for their employees. Oh, okay. think about yeah. that. And it's a win-win situation yeah, for both. The, they're um, saving money, and at the same time, they're able to provide, you know, quality health care for their employees. During COVID, I know of a lot of business owners who had to let that uh, coverage go. It was just too expensive. There were some physicians that I talked to that couldn't afford the health insurance for their employees, and we're talking like small clinics. That's a good point that you hit on right there. It's a lot of people are unemployed during COVID also. Mm-hmm. And medical care for them is unobtainable. Whereas you look at $70 a month, that's less than an insurance premium. If you go to, I hate to say it, Blue Cross Blue Shield or someone like that, and you check how much it's going to charge you per month, uh, you're out of pocket. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. I mean, uh, we're talking up in the hundreds and hundreds of dollars just for basic care. And the medical profession should not be that way. Mm -hmm. It should be accessible to all. And uh, I think that's what Dr. Justine's working on. She's actually trying to uh, remedy a broken system. Our medical system is broken. It's it's broken. It's very broken. It's very broken. People are accepting of it, just like what you said before. They they lived the last 20 years of their life, like, waiting to die. And it's like, why have we come to accept this? Especially in the greatest country in the world right now. I mean, if you compare the medical care that we get in the United States compared to other countries of comparable, um, we're not the leaders anymore. Um, we've seen that. And Maybe in the amount of money it produces. Well, again, that, that goes um, because, again, of overcharging, misdiagnosis, lobbyists. There's a lot of money being thrown around, and it's not for the patient and the doctor relationship. Or extensive workups, because yeah, we just don't is. have the time. Exactly. And we rather just like, okay, we'll just get everything, because I don't have the time to narrow this diagnosis for you. Exactly. Like or you I'm just going to refer you here, I just don't have the time. And then we have to go to another yeah. specialist, right. and to go to another specialist, right. it's like this goose chase. Exactly, exactly. You don't get to do your job. Right. Right. I try to make things easier on my patients. I have a good relationship with a lot of specialists in town, and oftentimes we'll just talk about the patients, save them a trip. 
Sometimes I'll just yeah. put, call them and put them on speaker for all the patients there. Uh, she's actually done that with me. And we'll talk about you and so that you don't have to wait a month to go see them. And then they'll tell me because they're overburdened as well. Like how many conditions advance just because of the time it takes to see the doctor that you need to see? Exactly. Right. It's so inefficient and it always makes me wonder like, was it designed to be that way? Well, it's a long story. Yeah. It's, 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 it has evolved. You know, insurance companies point. and hospitals, but yeah. I just extracted myself from all that. Good for I was you. Yeah. happy that, you know, Dr. I.I. from Palmetto Productive Healthcare um, took me seriously when I emailed him. And he came down, he met my family, he got to know me, and... Um, decided that you know what direct primary care would be something that I could do and start here in Charleston because he has no clinics here his clinics are in oh you started here Greenville in Columbia and so I'm his first uh, Charleston clinic you know when you want to start something in Charleston and you're not from Charleston it's a little (laughs) difficult I've been here since I was two years old oh you're you're pretty much from here we're a little snobby and so um, just one visit here I introduced him to a lot of other physicians and he said that uh, that one visit here did um, so much more than the many times he's tried to meet people here yeah, because yeah. they're like, nope, you're not from here, and you do right, something different. Right, exactly. And so, you know, my goal is to just cause a ripple effect. I want to let graduating residents know, especially in primary care, that there are other options and that, you know, they can, it's possible to own your own clinic and still have a work-life balance um, and not get overburdened, overtaxed, moral injury, mm. whatever they're calling it nowadays. Um, and do what you love and do what you right. went to school for. Right. I have friends in med school who want to do primary care, but they're like, no, I need to specialize right. because I'm afraid of what's going to happen or I don't yeah. want to. And it, so it's like we need to get the word out to these people that right. you can do it. It's You can be different. You can break the wheel. That's it. Don't become part of the physician's group that's going to dictate to you how long you're going to spend with your patient. It's nothing but a number. Again, they've got to go out there, establish the patient-doctor relationship, understand that they are in medicine to help people, not just to make money. Physicians groups are more bankers than they are for lack of better reason. You know, like uh, the corporate bills. It, it is. It, it's true corporate bill, and it needs to stop. Um, it's well, it's like a, you know, a big ship that's turning. I plan on well, it, yeah. it's changing because of necessity. Making an easy uh, button for other physicians. Yeah, but so right now, I like that. And, and then that ripple effect exactly. is going to, to help. touch other states like North Carolina, that uh, was a pioneer in direct primary care, you know, Dr. Forrest. Um, and so, uh, and they're very helpful and supportive, all DPC doctors in the nation. Oh, I bet, yeah. They want to see us stay in medicine, stay sane, and continue to do what we love doing. And not and, have burnout. Right. And you a, can't do that in the current system. I have patients begging me to stay. I was going to real estate. I asked them, how did you, how are you traveling real estate? Well, I want to do that too. No, you need to be a doctor. Exactly. <laughs> Please, but you're like, I hate this. And I'm like, this sucks, you know? <laughs> but, and they're like, please, please stay. But, 
again, that was your calling in life. Right. That's what you do. That's Real estate sounds fun, too, though. It's, it's fun, but she is an actual, what I call, a true doctor. She wants to help her patients. And I hate to say that, but you, like she said, you don't want me as a patient. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of things going on. Well, I'm getting, the, you know. the better that you do and your practice does, the the more open everyone is to direct primary care. You know, the more that you can get the word out and and have better outcomes and that's why like everyone's so supportive because it's not competition yeah. it's like how can we all change this together yeah, and get right, everyone to right. go over to this exactly. you can't do that with other you know specialties or or even primary care they're gonna you know because we're all we were all employed by big hospital systems and so that wouldn't be appropriate no but now we are joining forces we're helping each other a lot of the guidelines to start your DPC clinic are free, and we can I can call up you know some of the DPC owners and get really good advice. Because all of us we're not used to being our um, business owners You're not and owning our own clinic. No, we're not, and so they've been through it, and they want to see us succeed as well. And that's a ripple effect. I want to do the same thing. It's good to hear. This, because we have the same problem in PT, is that you you go work for a corporate mill, you only get a few minutes with a patient because you have three other patients, you're not allowed to do what you really want to do because you have to justify everything and they don't reimburse you. Someone is telling you what you need to be doing and like people hate it. They get burnt out, they see 15 patients a day and it's, it's like, oh great, like we have the same problems and I don't think I really thought about it um, that way before. So... Now that you've been open for, what is it, seven months? July. No, five August, months? September, October, November. You opened three months. Okay, three months. Okay, not seven months. <laughs> well, it helped that I had a clinic yeah. prior. And um, although it was hard for patients to find me, they did find me. Um, I stayed in Mount Pleasant. And um, I, think, I think we're doing well for a brand new clinic. Um, what are the next steps for you? Michael, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say also affordability. Once people realize that her medical care is affordable, I think her patient uh, oh, I think workload is going to go up. Yeah. But I don't think right. the patient's going to suffer from that because she's already she knows the pitfalls that are from the yeah. corporate business. And she's going to dictate her own time as she sees necessary for that individual right. patient. Well, and you want to provide opportunities for, like you said, new grads and like new residents yeah. to do this too. So, yeah, I think that you're going to see huge success here. I'm really excited about it. I think it'll be great. So what are the next steps? You know, what are the next goals? What, are, what does the future hold for you? Uh, so right now we are actually closing and under contract on a brand new clinic in, on uh, Lake Hunter in uh, Mount Pleasant. Oh, nice. Two nine four six four. So I'm so excited about that. Um, about January, mid-January time frame, we get to open. So you're moving location? We are. Okay. Right now I'm just in a temporary location mm-hmm. on Bowman Road. And with that, there's I wanted a big enough space so that I can have like, like providers that could complement primary care mm-hmm. and could lease out rooms or be there a couple times a week counseling, mental health, you know, physical therapy, fitness, um, so that you have just, like, one place to go that'll take care of, you know, your whole, your like whole a wellness body, complex. Right, your whole wellness, mind, body, and soul. I just keep it simple. 
And um, that's something that I always dreamed of, but can never have um, being employed. And so um, I, I bought that much space on purpose. That's and I really so exciting. kind of have a waiting list. Of, <laughs> oh, I bet, um, yeah. Of, of people, um, of colleagues. And so um, I, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really great to hear. Well, thank you all so much. This has been great. I'm excited to get Thanks the word out. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Oh, where can our followers find you? Website, Instagram, anything like that? So I am on Facebook, um, and you'll put the handle in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Instagram, and I have my own website, um, and I'll give you that awesome later. And you can also um, find me from um, our um, Palmetto Proactive Healthcare site that is in Greenville. Awesome. Well, you're also listed as Palmetto Proactive right here in Mount Pleasant also. Right. I mean, if they go and and Google Google it. Dr. Google. You can look up who was um, voted uh, number one primary care doctor. um, Yeah, was it it you? Mount Pleasant Magazine. You should have led with that. In 2020. Love that. And number one clinic, CD Family Medicine, which is where I was. See, it makes a difference. That's awesome. I was voted number one. Heck yes. That was, that was, that was nice because I didn't even tell one soul to vote. There yeah. There are a lot of practices that make you do it before, oh, yeah. before you leave. Like, I'll go ahead and sign in and put in five of your emails. <laughs> no, I didn't even know what was going on. That and Low Country Parents Magazine, that was, that was nice. Well, that it definitely nice. shows that you, you do well for your patients. So I love that. I All do. right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.